All right, bitches, we are back, baby. What's up? What's up? Um, yeah, also, when I say bitches, I mean all of you. Non-binary, male, female, whatever you identify with. Y'all are my bitches! <laughs> What's up? Um, okay, before I go on with this episode, I just wanted to say, holy fuck balls <laughs> okay you guys kill me like i knew my last episode was going to get a lot of attention because let's face it here after being in the public eye for all these years you know you guys you guys wanted the tea um but we hit 800,000 listens on the last episode and like i don't even know how that's possible like I don't even have that many followers on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like, this just shows, this just shows that a lot of people are like ghost followers. So, so they don't follow you necessarily maybe on Instagram, but they follow with what you do. Um, I mean, I'm not complaining. That's a lot. That's just it. I don't even how, you know. <laughs> um, but I should ask one thing, though. Uh, I love the fact that you guys send me DMs. Um, but please reshare the podcast and your stories and tag me because the only way this podcast is going to get sponsored, to be honest, is if I can show brands social engagement and I can't send them how many DMs I get, you know what I mean? So if, if you listen, if you resonate, if you enjoy, if you laugh, if you cry, whatever you do, I give me a little love on the gram, um, so that I can utilize and get that cash money, bitch! <laughs> like, a girl's got pills to pay, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta I gotta get a sponsor for this podcast. I've never done ads on Instagram because, you know, it was never my vibe. But I feel like I've gotta start monetizing something, you know? After all the years and all the content I've made for you guys. Um, <laughs> but really. Um, Alright, so in this episode... <clears throat> I want to start off with a topic that many of you have asked me to talk about. And it's obviously something that I've dealt with and continue to deal with. Um, no, you know what? Actually, we we all deal with it. Women, men, theys, thems. And it's the topic of body image and body positivity. Since I can remember... Um, I've always been the quote-unquote topol girl. Um, I have hypothyroidism, which just means that my thyroid is underactive. And um, since your thyroid is the gland that kind of controls your hormones, it really affects everything in your body from your metabolism to your digestion to your nails, your hair, your skin, everything. Um, so mine is extremely underactive. Like I might as well just like not have a thyroid. Um, so even with like the activity and quote unquote dieting, like I've just always been a thicker girl. I've been a bigger girl. Um, so I remember when I was younger, uh, this is one of my first memories I have of just like understanding that the world maybe isn't so nice to people like me. Um, I used to take dance classes. A lot of you guys know that I used to dance and... I won't forget, I'll never forget this. One day in dance class back in Vancouver, my Persian dance teacher 
sat the entire class down after our class was over and talked to us about being skinny and make, making sure that we fit into the slim body image. Mind you, the entire time she was like dead set just looking at me. And now here's where I know. <laughs> can I? Let's be real. This is where I knew I was always a motherfucking bad bitch. Okay. I was born a bad bitch. Okay. Because. I remember that although it did hurt, um, you know, kind of getting stealthily singled out like that, I remember just thinking to myself, like, that's rude. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't get upset because she was like, I didn't um, I, my self-esteem didn't go down. I kind of just lost respect for her. I was like, you're fucking rude. <laughs> like, I didn't ask for your advice or opinion. Um yeah, from a very young age, I've always been super aware like that, self-aware to a fault sometimes. Um, or I remember growing up, I have an aunt who, the easiest way to put it to define her is a basic ass, toxic ass, <laughs> typical Persian girl, okay? And she would always come up to me and say that I looked fat or I didn't look good. And again, from a young age, I was always able to like hear a negative comment. And then instead of getting upset, I'd look at who was saying it. And coming from her, I knew even then at 14 that this was just her projecting her own insecurities onto me and just being a fucking asshole. Do you know what I mean? So if anything, like I would lose respect. I lost respect for her rather than get sad about what she was saying to me. If that kind of makes sense. Um, listen, I know body positivity is like a big movement, you know, and in the last decade, it's really gained momentum. And I'm so here for it. There is this beauty standard in the world that the norm follow. And you guys know me, you know that I always say fuck the norm, because since when has the norm ever been the best? My life's mantra is to stay as far as you can from the norm because I don't want to be some basic normal ass person you know what I mean now listen um as long as you're active eating right living a healthy lifestyle your body can look so many different ways do you know what I mean like your body can look any fucking way it pleases there is no one size fits all like life is not a one size fits all so why do we try and fit these one size fits all standards um I always you know what especially on Instagram one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode was I always get the question of oh Sahar how are you so confident being a plus size girl and my question back is why wouldn't I be confident? Do you know what I mean? Like, I am... So, okay, okay. Just gonna, like, hype myself up a, lo a little bit here. I am such a cool fucking person, okay? Like, in my books, I am the coolest person I know, okay? I'm 31, looks younger, 
online personality, beautiful skin, podcaster, fashion designer, social media manager who didn't grow up in Edon, can speak Farsi probably better than a lot of people, makes her own money, has one of the dopest personalities. But because I'm plus size, I'm automatically supposed to retreat in the shadows and be ashamed? Bro, fuck that, okay? I have so many things about myself that I love that I'm not going to let anyone tear me down because of a physical trait that that person doesn't like. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of guys who are into bigger girls or plus size girls or thicker girls. Or there's a, on the flip side, there's a lot of guys who are into like slim girls. Do you know what I mean? Like there's someone out there or not even someone. There are people out there who like different body types. Not everyone follows the norm. So stop worrying about the norm. I mean, you know, we do get that like thin is beautiful message crammed into our brains daily because of society and then the entertainment industry. And don't get me wrong, thin is beautiful. But so is plus size. So is old. So is young. So is athletic. So is, I don't know, fluffy, like <laughs> thick, tall, short. You know what I mean? We're all beautiful and we all deserve to feel beautiful. When I was younger, um, I would go to the city library a lot. It was like my escape from that whole like turbulent household situation. And also, honestly, I was a bit of a book nerd. I just loved reading books and learning as much as I could. Um, I remember once venturing into the adult section because I'd finished reading literally every book in the, in the teen section. Um, I went through the bookshelves and I found a book on, I think it was like, I don't, I don't remember exactly. It was like how to be confident or confidence for women, like some, some, something like that. Um, and obviously, like I take it out and I opened it intrigued because I was being bullied at the time. And although I've always had thick skin, I just wanted more pointers on how to become even better at it, you know. And I'll never forget this. But one of the points was every day, pick one thing that you love about yourself and repeat it to yourself. And I feel like this has stuck with me since then. Um, it's almost now even evolved into like a mindfulness practice where anytime I feel insecure or a thought pops into my head about myself that's negative, I quickly course correct and think about what I love about myself. And bitch, like, I really love myself, you guys. <laughs> like, And you should too. Not me, but you should love yourself too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fall in fucking love with yourself. The love of your life should be you. Like, like I said in the last podcast, like, silly of me to forget that I am the love of my life. Because you know what's super attractive more so than physical looks? Confidence. Confidence is an energy. It's a vibration. And energy and vibrations, they're felt. They're not seen, but they're felt. And things that you feel hit you closer than things that you see. Does that make sense? Anyone who puts you down for the way that you look is merely like a surface level person who honestly like that they did this because you don't even want people like that in your life. You know, as, as young girls, we learn 
what is beautiful and sexy by the women in our families. And they play a great role in how our ideals of beauty are shaped. So obviously, growing up in an Iranian family, all I knew was just glamour and extravagance. And, you know, that we're Persian. We put a little bit more effort into how we look. And with that, you know, there came the emphasis on size. And after battling that at a young age, I found out that I really did not have a problem with my body. It was everyone else that had a problem with it. Well, not everyone, but you know what I mean. Like the negative naysayers that had a problem with it. So from that moment on, I vowed to never let anyone dictate how I was supposed to love myself. My confidence came from within. Because if your internal confidence is built on and it's strong, no one will be able to fuck with you. And that's why I want to help you guys find that unconditional love within you. You know, it's there. You just have to start becoming blind to societal norms and create your own standard of beauty. Like you are a unique human having a unique experience in a completely unique body. So why would you want to fit in? Everyone deserves to feel beautiful and to be able to value their own bodies, whether they're a size two or a size 32. Okay. Knowing your value and your own worth does not need to correlate in any way with the number on the scale. We're all worthy of love and, most importantly, loving ourselves. Okay. Also, cut out all the negative people from your life. You know, or or if they're family members and you can't avoid them and they make snarky remarks, just limit your time around them. Really, like if they say anything, actually, you know what? If they say anything, make them feel super uncomfortable and say something back. Like be fucking assertive. If they're that rude to be able to come and say that to you, you should be just as rude back. Okay. if they make a comment on how thin or big or short or tall you are, just hit him with the. Oh, 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 sorry. Um, can you just do me one favor? Can you remind me when I asked for your opinion on my body? Because I'm pretty sure I never fucking asked for it. <laughs> really, like, that's what you got to hit him with. That honestly is how I am who I am. <laughs> um, okay, hot take. Uh, maybe unpopular opinion, maybe popular opinion. I don't know, but it's what I've, it's my experience. 95% of the Instagram influencer girls who are absolutely gorgeous, like, oh, they're so pretty, that I've met in real life have the personalities of a brick. Okay. (laughs) And that's just because They grew up with pretty privilege. They automatically got nicer treatment because they were attractive. Things just come easy to them. So a lot of them have never really had to put in an effort personality-wise. And to be honest, I'm like so glad I am who I am because I would literally kill myself if all I could talk about was designer labels and the newest Chanel lipstick color, okay? Um, (laughs) Us people who never fit into that conventional beauty standard, we really had to work on our personalities more um, instead of our outer physical look. So you know what? 
why do you think you rarely ever see a hot male comedian? Like, boom, drop the mic. Really, because they're people who can't rely on their physical looks. So they have to build what's in their minds instead. And honestly, those are the people I fuck with so hard. Case in point, love yourself. Find what you love about yourself, repeat it every day, and never forget that you are a beautiful human being and a fuck anyone who makes you feel otherwise. So I want to give a shout out to my Discord gang, my Discord bitches. Um, I have a Discord channel. I mean, I'm pretty inactive on it, but when I was a year ago during the pandemic, um, I curated a group of really, really cool Iranian kids. And one of them was Dan. And Dan is this just so cute. He is my online husband. I love him. Um, and so smart. Holy shit, this kid is a genius. He actually makes YouTube videos. Um, I don't watch them, obviously, because I'm not into, like, physics and science and shit. But if you are, like, he's your man. Um, but one thing that was always interesting to me about Dan was every time we would have chats on the Discord, I don't remember what we were talking about, but he, like, very openly came and said, yeah, I'm, like, really into, like, plus-size girls, like, and models. And I was like, whoa. Um that's not something you hear an Iranian guy saying very often. And I thought it would be interesting to reach out to Dan and be like, Dan, give me your take on why you like plus size girls and what you see attractive about them. Um, so here's Dan's hot take on why he likes what he likes. Salam be Hamegi. خیلی خوشحالم که سهر این پادکست رو ضبط میکنه و خیلی خوشحالم که به من فرصت این داده شده که میتونم تجربه شخصیمو در این موضوع به اشتراک بذارم چون واقعا بادی پوزیتیویتی در تمامی جهان یک مشکله در فرهنگ ایرانی خیلی بیشتر مشکله من احساس میکنم تجربیات من و حرفایی که در این مورد دارم یک کمی خوبه که افراد زیادی بشنونش تجربه من به این شکل که من تقریبا مثلا از دوم سوم راهنمایی که شروع کردم به دیت کردن و دختر رو صحبت کردن و این بحثا خیلی سریع فهمیدم که من از کاراکترهای پلاس سایز خوشم میاد و وقتی هم که میگم پلاس سایز اصلا بحثم کروی یا مثلا توپور یا مثلا گوشتی نیست واقعا منظورم پلاس سایزه و بعدا فهمیدم که من اتفاق از بچگیم اینجوری بودم یعنی کاراکتر کودکی مورد علاقه من کراش اصلی کودکی من ارسلا توی The Little Mermaid بوده به خاطر اینکه خیلی سکسیه ارسلا واقعا ولی خب وقتی که متوجه این قضیه شدم و به دوستام گفتم و طبیعتا مثلا با آدم های پلاس سایز دیت کردم و همیشه خیلی نسبت به این قضیه آت بودم فهمیدم که عجیبه این و یه جورایی انگار من تنهام من تا به حال در این 7-8 سال اصلا نه کسی رو دیدم جز خودم که بیاد بگه که من پلاس سایز دوست دارم و تمامی کسایی هم که دیتشون کردم، فلرت کردم باشون، باشون صحبت کردم یا هر چیزی جز من با کسی نبودن که مثلا بگه که من پلاس سایز دوست دارم و من تا حالا دوست دختر ایرانی داشتم، دوست دختر ترک داشتم تو ترکیه و دوست دختر کانادایی داشتم از راه دور و هیچ کدوم از اینها 
این شرایط رو نداشتم و هیچ کدومشون تا بال نیده بودن و این خیلی برای من عجیب بود درسته که طبیعتا همه این آدمایی که میگم تعدادشون اونقدر زیاد نیست و از جامعه آماری کوچیکی دارم صحبت میکنم ولی جامعه آماری به حد کافی بزرگ هست که من توش یه نفر نباشم ولی من نظرم اینه که اکثر پسرها توپول دوست دارند ولی خجالت میکشن که بگن یا حتی خودشون هم قبول نمیکنن به خاطر اینکه یه جورایی انگار براشون یه تابوه فکس بیچ فکس و در مورد هم بیشتر صحبت میکنم ولی یک اثبات خیلی باحالی دارم براتون که تنها آدم من نیستم و اینم پرن پلاس سایزه من طبیعتا مختم که پلاس سایز دوست دارم اگر پرنم ببینم پلاس سایز میبینم و صنعت پرن پلاس سایز قبل از اینکه من به دنیا بیامم وجود داشته اگه من بمیرم هم قراره وجود داشته باشه و اینکه امکان نداره یه صنعتی به این بزرگی آره قشنگ این صنعت خیلی کوچیک‌تر از اون حالا مثلا صنعت استریوتیپیکال پرنیه که می‌بینید ولی بازم صنعتی به این بزرگی عمرن فقط برای من ساخته نشده یعنی مثلا یه عالم آدم توی دنیا نشستم برای من مثلا فقط پرن بسازن و قطعا این صنعت یک سری مصرف کننده داره و این مصرف کننده هم طبیعتا کسایی هستن که از این تیپ‌های بدنی خوششون میاد اگر دوست داشتید برید سرچ بزنید یک کلمه هست به اسم BBW و مخفف Big Beautiful Woman و میبینید میبینید که یک صنعت عجیب و قریب گنده روی این زمین وجود داره و پس اگر این هست همیشه این در مورد پرنی صحبت خیلی زیاده که هر چیزی که شما اگه بتونید پرنش رو زیاد پیدا کنید حتما یه آدم هستن که میبینش بخاطر اینکه در نهایت یه میدیاه و در نهایت اون دایرکتر اون پورن ستار اینجور آدم ها دارن سعی میکنن یه نیازی رو پر بکنن دیگه این علافی ها نیستن پس این در ذهنتون باشه که قطعا من تنها نیستم قطعا آدم که چاق دوست دارن خیلی بیشترن و از طرف دیگه من حالا مصرف علاقم با یک سری از مدلای های پلاس سایزم در ارتباط بودم این ورانور دنیا و معمولا این مدل ها چیزایی که میگن اینه که مثلا تجربیاتی داشتن که آدم هایی بودن که دوست داشتن از این مثلا اینکه اینا توپولن و این بحث ها ولی یه جورایی قبول نمیکردن یا مثلا به روشون نمی آوردن و این بحث ها و این خیلی برای من عجیب بود من نظر شخصی خودم در مورد اینکه چرا اکثر پسرها از این قضیه خجالت میکشن یا مثلا این داستان رو نمیکنن یکمی گروه دوستیه من خودم از مثلا دوم همین سوم راهنمایی که فهمیدم داستان اینجوریه و شروع کردم به شیر کردن این قضیه با دوستام من خیلی خیلی زیاد صرفا به خاطر اینکه توپول دوست دارم مسخره شدم و این خیلی برای من عجیب و احمقانه بود که چه ربطی داره خب من مثلا شما دختره قلمی دوست داری من دختره توپول دوست دارم چرا باید سر این قضیه مسخره شم ولی من خیلی مسخره شدم و شاید گهگاهی هم مثلا ترد شدم و این خیلی برای من عجیب بود اما من در نهایت همیشه آدمی بودم که خیلی برام مهم نبود اینجوری نبودم که مثلا دودوشیام هر چی میگن مثلا من حرف دودوشیامو گوش میدم و خجالت میکشم و اینه. ولی واقعا من با هر دختری که مثلا دوست شدم توی اون دوره دوستای من همیشه اینجوری بودن که اه مثلا این چیه دنیا رفتی ریدی نمیدونم بهترشو میتونی پیدا کنی یا هر چیزی از این قبیل و شاید منو ترد کردم ولی من اصلا برای مهم نبوده هیچ وقت honestly don't you guys just love him like his way of thinking his i'm gonna do whatever i like and fuck anyone else and what their opinions are Ugh, i love you dan 
و ادامه دادم راهم خیلی پر رو پر رو و با اکثرا قطع ارتباط کردم ولی میتونم این رو درک بکنم درک نه میتونم بفهمم که خیلی از پسرها حتی اگر یک چنین علاقه هم داشته باشن این نتورک دوستی دودوشی انقدر براش مهم باشه که مثلا نتونن به جنگم باهاش و برن حالا واقعا اون تایپ دختری که مثلا دوست دارن یا پسری که دوست دارن یا هر چیزی رو دیت بکنم من طبیعتا خود تجربه خودم همه حرفام در یک رابطه مثلا هتروی من پسر به دختره ولی یه جورایی اینا قابل تعمیم به حالا هر چیزی که دوست دارید کمی و مثال های مختلف اینو خیلی زیاد میبینم مثلا من یک دوست دختری داشتم البته دوست دخترم نبود یکی داشتم لاست میزدم یه دوره ای اینجوری بودش که آره مثلا میام با هم میریم بیرون بعد مثلا دستمو میگیری بعد مثلا با هم راه میریم و اینا ولی من چون صرفا فازم مثلا یکمی لاست محور بود اینجوری بودم که حالا مثلا یکمی تو ماچ رومانتیکه این که مثلا با هم راه بریم و دست تو بگیرم و اینا صرفا به این منوال که مثلا ما هم قدم جدی نیستیم ما مثلا داریم هنگاوت میکنیم چیو ولی این یهو بهش برخورد و صرفا فکر کرد من به خاطر این دارم این حرفو میزنم که خجالت میکشم از اینکه کنارش باشم و خجالت میکشم که مثلا دستشو بگیرم یا هر چیزی از این قبیل و بعدها که مثلا با خیلی ها صحبت کردم متوجه شدم که خیلی از آدمای پلاس سایز یه چنین استرسی رو دارن به خاطر اینکه جامعه این رو بهشون یاد داده ها یعنی مثلا من خودم خدمت ریزه میزه و قد کوتاهی هم من خیلی اوقات مثلا یک سومش از دوست دخترم بودم یک دومش از دوست دخترم بودم و این اصلا بر من مهم نیست ولی در اون کانونشن نرم جامعه تصویر کمی عجیبیه چون مثلا مرده باید قد بلندتر و گندهتر و اینا باشه طبیعتا بعد نگاه میشه حیات مردم که هم تعجب میکنن شاید کمی مسخره بکنن ولی من برام مهم نیست ولی خیلی از آدم هستن که براشون مهمه و به خاطر همین معمولا خجالت میکشن Do you now see why he is my online husband? If he was like a little bit older and lived here Yeah و مثلا اگر مدل های پلاس هایز رو زیاد فالو بکنید یکی از درداشون معمولا اینه که مثلا کاش این کسایی که مثلا توپول لوس دارم و به شوخی بهشون میگن چابی چیسر باید وی من مثلا یک چابی چیسر به شمار میرم کاش مثلا اینا همون قدی که تو اتاق پشت درای وسط چابی چیسرن توی مثلا زندگی واقعی هم چابی چیسر باشن ولی در نهایت این داستان خیلی مسخره و عجیبه و اکثر مردم دو تا دو تا نکته هم که احساس میکنم باید به اضافه بکنم اینه که من نظرم اینه که سلیقه مردم در نهایت یه جورهایی میشه گفتش که یک چیزیه که سوشیالی کانستراکتده یعنی اجتماع به شما یاد میده که چی دوست داشته باشید و این حالا یک سیکشنی از سوسیولوژی که اصلا بحثش شده است ولی در نهایت سلیقه یک چیز سوشیالی کانستراکتده و در طی تجربی های شبیه به این که حالا میدیاهی به شما میگه که بدن اینجوری خوشگله دختر اینجوری سکسیه نمیدونم کمر باریک موهای بلند چشای لوند نمیدونم چی 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 بدن منعطف یا هر چیزی از این قبیل به خاطر اینکه این خیلی نرم میشه و به شما این رو یاد میدن که این چیز خوشگلیه و باید از این خوشت بیاد و این سکسیه و اگه اینو داشته باشی خفنی و اگه اینو داشته باشی چیز سکسی داری برای همون سلیقه خیلی یا شیفت میشه به این طرف حالا یا واقعا از درون قلبشون شیفت میشه به این طرف یعنی واقعا اونو خوششون میاد یا نظر شخصیشون رو دور میندازن و قایم میکنن و وانمود میکنن که از اون خوششون میاد یه 
سری تحقیقات خیلی باحالی که وجود داره اینه که این خیلی چیز قابل درکه طبیعتا برای همه اینه که مردم همیشه در اکثر موضوع در موضوعاتی که کمی کانتروورشالن معمولا دو تا اپینین دارن یه دونه حالا اپینین شخصی خودشونه یه دونه هم اپینین اون اپینینی که اعلام میکنن و وقتی شما در یک حالت چیز هستی در یک سیستم سوشال هستی در یک گروهی دارین شیر میکنید یک موضوع یا هر چیزی رو شما معمولا اگر اپینین اصلی تو نزدیک باشه به گروه راست میگید ولی اگه اپینینتون خیلی دور باشه با اوریج آدمایی که دورشونید سعی میکنید دروغ بگید و این در مسائل سیاسی صدق میکنه در یک چنین مسائلی صدق میکنه در خیلی از مسائل صدق میکنه و به خاطر استیگمای خیلی منفی که دور و ور چاق بودن و حتی چاق دوست داشتن هست خیلی از افراد این رو اعلام نمیکنن برامون سکشن اول صحبت هم اینه که عمرن من تنها نیستم قطعا خیلی آدم های زیادی هستن که توپول دوست دارن ولی حالا روشون نمیشه بگن یا در دلشون خفه کردن یا هر چیزی از این قبل سیکشن دوباره روی صحبت هم روی اینه که یک آرگیومنتی که همیشه وجود داره در مورد مثلا بادی پوزیتیویتی و نمیدم لاغر بشید و نمیدم اینجور بحثا حتی برعکس گفتم یه آرگومنتی که همیشه وجود داره در مورد این که آقا مثلا لاغر کنید چاقه چیز خوبی نیست و این بحثا بحث سلامته و همیشه میگن که آقا مثلا چاق بودن سالم نیست لاغر کنید ما به فکر سلامتتونیم و همه این بحثا این یه کمی آرگومنت زاییه چرا آرگومنت زاییه؟ به خاطر اینکه کاش متوجه بشیم که سلامت و زیبایی دو تا چیز مجزا و ایندیپندنت از هم دیگن. من اینو انکار نمی کنم که چاق بودن ناسالمه ولی نمیشه گفت هر کسی که چاق ناسالمه این خودش یک بحث دیگه است که سلامت رفت داره به فاکتورهای خیلی زیادی سلامت رفت داره به چاقی سلامت رفت داره به نمیدونم ژنتیک شما بستگی داره که شما چی میخوری بستگی داره شما چقدر میخوابی به استرست بستگی داره بدونم مشروب میخوری مواد میزنی سلامت به هزار تا چیز بستگی داره یکی از فاکتورهای منفیش چاقیه برای همون اولا نمیشه صرفا از روی وزن آدما براشون نسخه پیچید برای که تو که مثلا این همه کیلوی ناسالمی تو که انقدر کیلوی مثلا سالم این حرفو اصلا و ابدا نمیشه زد این یک سکشن قضیه پس صرفا از روی وزن نمیشه آدم رو قضاوت کرد از یک طرف دیگه حالا اصلا فرض میکنیم که هر کسی که چاقه ناسالمه که این اشتباهه ولی حالا حتی اگر این فرض خیلی جنرال داغونم بکنید بازم سلامت و زیبایی دو تا موضوع مستقل از هم دیگن اگر واقعا شما میخوایم بگین که هر چیزی که سالمه حتما زیبا و جذابم هست گه خوردید خیلی دارید دروغ میگید خیلی رفتارهایی هستند که ماها قبول داریم که ناسالمن ولی برای ما از نظر جنسی جذابن یکیش مثلا سیگار کشیدنه خیلی از آدم ها آدمای سیگاری رو جذاب پیدا میکنن و به نظرشون سکسین من میتونم بهتون بگم یه قشر قابل توجهی از دوستای من شروع کردم به سیگاری شدن یا مثلا مشروب خوردن و داداش بازی که مثلا جذابه که سکسیه که مردونه است که مثلا دختره خوششون میاد ولی هیچ وقت نمیبینی هیچ کسی در مورد آرگومنت سیگار این حرف رو بزنه که مثلا سیگارو ول کن به خاطر اینکه مثلا ناسالمه مردم میگن ها میگن که سیگار رو ولکن مختن که ناسالمه ولی اون همه گاردی که نسبت به سیگار کشیدن وجود داره در قبال چاق بودن وجود نداره مثلا مدل های پلاس سایز وقتی یه عکس میذارن مثلا با بیکینی یا هر چیزی 
سیمرن ببینید درصد تخیلی کامنت هست که وای نمیدونم خوکی وای چقدر چاقی داری ابسیتی و گلوریفای میکنی و چیزایی از این قبیل ولی این همه آدم مثلا با سیگار عکس میذارن چرا هیچ کسی نمیره به مثلا داری سیگار کشیدن گلوریفای میکنی برای من کمی آرگومنت داغونی این داستانه سلامت اینکه مثلا صرفا به خاطر سلامت چاقی چیز بدیه و اینکه چاقی چیز زشتیه آره میتونین حرفو بزنید که چاق بودن یکی از فاکتورهایی که باعث مریضی ها میشه من نمیتونی این حرف رو بزنید که پس به این دلیل هم زشته پس لطفا یادتون باشه که وقتی دارید یک کسی رو در موضوع سلامت نقد میکنید و دارید یک کسی رو در موضوع حالا زیبایی هر چیزی نقد میکنید کاملا دو تا چیز متفاوت هم و باید فرق اینا رو کمی متوجه بشید در حده ای و متاسفانه در خیلی از موضوع ها مثل مثلا سیگار مثل مشروب مثل مواد مثل کارهای خطرناک مثل بدبایی بودن مثلا این داستانه که از همدیگه جداست مثلا فلان چیز سکسی اما فلان چیز ناسالمه کاش نباشه ولی در مورد چاقی یکم این دوتا آرگومنت با هم قاطی شده یعنی به افراد چاق هم کسایی که به فکر واقعا سلامتیشونن حمله میکنن هم یه سریا نمیفهمن این رو و میان از نظر ظاهری بهشون حمله میکنن و اصلا مدل های پلاس سایز کسایی که دارن میجنگن برای فرهنگ بادی پوزیتیویتی اصلا بحثشون در نهایت اینه که هر بدنی میتونه خوشگل باشه میتونه سکسی باشه میتونه جذاب باشه آیا به این معنیه که هر بدنی سالمت نه اون اصلا یه اصلا کانسپت دیگه است ولی در نهایت وقتی که مدل پلاس سایز رو به بیکینی عکسی شیر میکنه اصلا حرفش اینه که آقا من در بیکینی خوشگلم و من میتونم بیکینی بپوشم و یک کسی هستش که با این حشری میشه جای دنیا و آدم میتونم باشم یا هر کسی قبیل من و خوشش میاد و حال میکنه با این و شاید من اصلا خودم خودم با این حال میکنم اصلا لازم نیست شخص سومی وجود داشته باشه شخص دومی وجود داشته باشه ولی مردم نمیفهمن اینو مردم حمله میکنن که نه تو داری ناسالمی رو تبلیغ میکنی داری آبسیتی رو تبلیغ میکنی به ندامت بگید که خفشو واقعا و این همیشه یادتون باشه در گوشه ذهنتون که جداست واقعا کانسپت زیبایی خیلی کانسپت جدایی از کانسپت سلامت و این چیزای دیگه هم داره چند تا چیزی که حالا شاید کمی از این موضوع هم دور باشه هم نزدیک باشه مثلا مسئله قده من خیلی آدم قد کوتاهی هم قد گوزم واقعا و یه مدت خیلی از این اذیت می‌شدم و خیلی روی اعصاب من بود من دایرستان روزانه مثلا فکرم هفت لیوان شیر میخوردم که مثلا قدم بلند شد هیچ تأثیری هم نداشت واقعا و همون موندم اما خیلی مثلا به من قبلا میگفتن قدت کوتاه به ازای یعنی به معنی اینکه تو زشتی یا جذاب نیست حالا زشتی خیلی برای پسرا معمولا کار نمیکنه در فرهنگ مسخره ما ولی مثلا تو جذاب نیستی چه دختر چه پسر و من خیلی ناراحت می شدم اجورم که من قدم کوتاه هیچ که من دوست نداره من خیلی زشتم ولی مثلا الان متوجه این شدم که کوتاهی قد من صرفا به این معنی که اگه متر بذاری روی من آقا من مثلا 168 سانتم یه چیزی از این قبیل و این صرفا یک عدده یعنی یک میجر از قد من و ریلیتیولی اگر اوریج بگیری من از اوریج پایین ترم پس آره من قدم کوتاهه ولی آیا این عدد که نشون میده من طولم انقدره به این معنی که من جذاب نیستم نه 
آیا مثلا چه میدونم من برم روی ترازو وزنم 120 کیلو باشه این 120 کیلو در نهایت از نظر فیزیکی یعنی که جرم شما 120 کیلو گرمه پس شما گران شما رو اندازه جیزب در جرمتون شما رو میکشه که حالا مثلا چه میدونم روزم میشد بشه 1200 نیوتن تقریبا ولی مثلا اینه که فقط اینو بهتون نشون میده هیچ چیز دیگه رو بهتون نشون نمیده نشون نمیده که شما خوشگلی ازشتی و در نهایت این عددها یا این فاکتورهای سلامتی ها هر چند چیزای مهمی میتونن باشن در گوشه کنار زندگی ها مثلا چه میدونم من اگه بخوام یه چیزی بردارم قدم بهش نمیرسه ولی کانسپت س... کانسپت زیبایی کانسپت مستقلی یکم از این و میخوام دو تا تیک اوی هم بهتون بدم تا یه حدی یکی رو بخوام برای آدمایی بگم که از پلاستایز خوششون میاد اینو بهتون میگم که اگر خوشتون میاد دیپ داون و اینو قایم میکنید حالا من به هر دلیلی و اطرافیانتون احساس میکنید مسخرتون میکنید یا بر بقیه عجیب میشه اولا گوره بابای اطرافیانتون اگر چشم رو ندارن که ببینن که شما چی دوست دارید و حال نمیکنن با چیزی که شما دوست دارید ذاتن شما باید خوشتون بیاد تو فارسی میگن الف بعد بدن بوزی شیرین بیاد شما باید خوشتون بیاد اگر اونا مخالفه اینا بدن گوره باباشون دوم من این که اگر واقعا تو زندگیتون قرار نیست برید دنبال چیزایی که خودتون دوست دارید پس چه غلطی دارید میکنید حقیقتا یعنی ببین فکر کنید که اگر مثلا الان با آدم های لاغر هستید و خوشتون نمیاد یا چه میدونم با آدم های قد بلند هستید و خوشتون نمیاد با آدم های قد کوتاه هستید و خوشتون نمیاد نمیدونم با آدم هایی هستید که من پوستشون اینجا و خوشتون نمیاد یا هر چیزی اگر الان درگیر اینید که از یک چیزی که توی یک نرم جامعه فشن هست خوشتون میاد ولی در حقیقت از اون خوشتون نمیاد به این فرض کنید که اگر با آدم باشین که واقعا از حالا ظاهرش استایلش هر چیزی خوشتون میاد چقدر بهتون حال میده من من تایید میکنم که خیلی خیلی بیشتر از چیزی که فکرش رو میکنید این یک نکته پس گوره باباشون برید دنبال آدمایی که خوشتون میاد برید دنبال ظاهرایی که خوشتون میاد و اصلا همیت ندید از یک طرف دیگه هم اینو میخوام بگم برای آدمهایی که پلاس سایزن من متوجه اینم که خیلی استیگمتیزیشن منفی براشون خیلی زیاده و خیلی تجربیات سختی دارن و معمولا در روابط قبلیشون به شکلهای خیلی مختلف از طرف دوست پسر از طرف دوست دختر از طرف خانواده از طرف معلم مدرسه از طرف نمیدونم مدیر باشگاه از طرف این اون اون متوجه هم که خیلی ضربه خوردن من خودم هم بایده بایی من خودم قبلا خیلی توپول بودم قد خرس بودم کسی که ازش خوشم می اومد دل من رو شکوند و به من گفتش که چاقی و بعد من لاغر شدم به خاطرش و بعد دیگه لاغر موندم یه جورایی یعنی الان اصلا خیلی برام مهم نیست که حالا چاق شم یا لاغر شم ولی من بچه که بودم خیلی چاق بودم اینم در پرانتز بگم کم قبل گفتم قد خرس بودم بعد نمی من بگین که کلمه منفی استفاده کردی نه صرفا شاید اندازه بچه خرس بودم یعنی صرف از ذره حجمی اندازه یه دونه بچه خرس بودم واقعا صرف اندازه معنی حجمی و سایزی دارم از این استفاده میکنم نه با یک بار منفی یا مثبت هستید اینو درک میکنم که این آسیب ها خیلی زیاد و خیلی امیق گهگاهی ولی یادتون باشه که اگر این زخما رو نگه دارید اگر این آسیب ها رو به خودتون نگه دارید هیچ وقت هم نمیتونید با این کنار بیاین و هیچ وقت هم نمیتونید با کسی که واقعا حالا این حالتتون و ظاهرتون یا هر چیزی رو دوست داره 
وارد رابطه بشین و کنار بیاین باشه یعنی مثلا من به عنوان کسی که واقعا توپل دوست دارم و با آدم های توپل در ارتباط بودم خیلی مشکل داشتم یعنی مثلا بهشون میگم که مثلا توپلی خوبه به این فکر میکنم که نه تو فقط ما رو دوست داری مثلا مختلف که ما توپلیم بعد مثلا هیچی نمیگم که من توپل دوست دارم مثلا به روم نمیارم فقط مثلا اوکیم فکر میکنن که مثلا من خوشم نمیاد یعنی وقتی میگم یه مشکله مثلا وقتی نمیگم یه مشکله وقتی مثلا تعریف میکنم که چه میدونم مثلا امروز خیلی خوشگل شدی امروز خیلی سکسی شدی فکر میکنن دارن دروغ میگم بعد مثلا میفهمن که اگرم باور کنم میفهمن که نه مثلا ما رو برای توپل دیگه فل میکنه پس یعنی اون این سیکیوریتی که در این هیت ایجاد شده همه جوره در نهایت به کسی هم که واقعا دوست داره و یک رابطه با کسی که واقعا این توپولی و حالا این ظاهری حالا هر چیزی که در فشن عمومی نقص حساب میشه دوست داره به اون چیزم صدمه میزنه یعنی این این سیکوریتی از جنبه های مختلف من صدمه زده و واقعا از یک نقطه به بعد حتی بعد از این همه تجربه من واقعا هنوز نمیدونم که وقتی با یک شخص جدیدی وارد رابطه میشم یا دارم آشنا میشم دارم فلرت میکنم یا هر چیزی چجوری باید اینو بگم چون هر جوری اینو ارائه کردم با هر روش این رو ارائه کردم با هر نحوه صحبت کردن اینو ارائه کردم تا حالا یه جواب منفی گرفت یعنی همه جوره تبدیل به چیز منفی شده هر کاری کردم تبدیل به چیز منفی شده و این تا حد زیادی تقصیر به من نیست بخاطر که من 200 تا شاید روش مختلف امتحان کرده باشم در نهایت از اون این سیکوریتی درونی سرچشمه میگیره و سعی کنید رو لت گو بکنید یک توصیه نهایی هم بکنم و دیگه برم چقدر زر زدم اینه که اگر چاقید و میخواین لاغر بشید بنا به هر دلیلی اولا لطفاً به خاطر بقیه لاغر نکنید به خاطر اون پسره که ازشون خوشت میاد از اون دختره که خوشتون میاد نمیدونم چون عموتون بهتون تیکه انداخته هر چیزی به خاطر بقیه لاغر نکنید اگر خودتون دوست دارید لاغر کنید اگر مریضید مثلا چه میدونم دارید دیابت میگیرید یا هر چیزی لاغر کنید اصلا سلامتی خودش کانسپتیه که طبیعتا فراتر از همه این بحثا مهمه لاغر کنید اگر هر دلیلی داره که داره چیزی رو تهدید میکنه چیز جدی یا یا خودتون دوست دارید هر چیزی لاغر کنید و با روش عجق وجق تخیلی که تو اینستاگرام پیدا کردید لطفا انجام ندید بوس با تشکر خدافظ بای اخ what a little cutie i love his brain i like the way he thinks i he's such a bright young kid honestly ladies slide up in those dms cuz this kid is a keeper he is a dime piece um love you dan merci for the insight and it's it's cool hearing it from the perspective of a guy hopefully the stuff you said resonated with you it definitely resonated with me and it's just again it's nice to hear this from someone who is an unapologetic person and just is so comfortable with being themselves i love that i love you dan thank you want to know what it's like baby show me what it's like i don't want to got no tights i don't want to fuck all night yeah yeah oh oh baby i need to know all right bitches it's time for the tea it's time for the update sahar in the city Honestly, that song by Doja Cat is my fucking mood. I'm not kidding. I think I listened to it like 
at least 12 times a day. And every time I bust some ass because like everything she's saying, yes, <laughs> it's a mood. Um, Okay, so let me fill you guys in on what's been happening. I am now officially two weeks into being single in Toronto. And let me tell you, it has had its ups and its downs. So let's get into it. Um, I downloaded Bumble. Uh, it's like an online dating app. I'm not the kind of person who necessarily likes dating apps, but at this point, I'm kind of just like YOLO, do whatever, let's test everything out because why not? Life is too short to not do the things. Um, So when I was creating my profiles, I had this thought in the back of my head of like, what do you even want? Do <laughs> you know? Um, I thought about it long and hard. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and I came to the conclusion that I'm just in a vibe right now where I don't have a clue of what I want. As weird as that sounds, like I know exactly what I don't want, okay? But I don't really know what I do want, if that kind of makes sense. Um, All I know for certain is like 100% not looking for a serious relationship. One night stand... Mm, probably not either because in order for me to bed someone, I need to be mentally stimulated and I highly doubt that will ever happen in one night. Um, sapiosexual is the term for people who are turned on by intelligence. And let me tell you, bitch, I am the head CEO, creative director, board member, fucking founding father of the sapiosexual committee because I don't care how fucking cute you are, okay? If you can't fuck my mind, then I can't fuck you. <laughs> like, stimulate my brain and I'll stimulate your dick, okay? <laughs> like, that's literally my vibe. Um, that's it's really I'm just, <laughs> it really is it's where 80% of my that's I need to make that into a t-shirt stimulate my brain and I'll stimulate your dick Um, but really 80% of where my arousal or attraction comes from is that headspace you get into with your partner Um, but you know more on that later anyways so I create my profile and I start swiping and like boom 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 every single Persian guy matches with me right away cute you know knowing I'm into them this was this was cool um now mind you I've dated like every color ethnicity type of guy um but like I've said in previous podcasts like I don't know what it is I have a Persian guy fetish like they just do it for me uh, but, but, emphasis on the but, not any Persian guy. I tend to like a very niche category of Persian guys, and that's the ones who are like me. So they've, like, either were born here or they grew up here from a young age and they just have the same vibe, you know, that same like 
born or raised in the West, Irani, little bit whitewashed, but still in touch with the culture vibe. And that is a very small batch of people, okay? There's like really minuscule options for me, okay? And so now this is why 90% of my matches... Hell to the fuck no. <laughs> like, okay. Let me tell you some horror stories. So <laughs> I match with this one guy and his opening line is, I'm an open-minded Iranian guy. And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean exactly? And he's like, well, I'm into polyamory. Um... You know, I haven't talked about this on the podcast before, but like, so am I. So I'm like, okay, cool. Me too. And he's like, really? So you'd be okay with us dating and me fucking other girls? I don't know why he sounds like a surfer, but just go with it. Okay. And this is where I was like, okay, so you obviously have no concept of what you're saying and you just want to like pretend you're into it. Um, So I'm like, you know, yeah, thanks for thanks for mansplaining it to me. Um, that's literally what it means, kind of. And he then proceeds to be like, oh, my God, I actually know you. You're sad Golshani. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fuck me. But no, don't don't actually fuck me. But you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just it's super hard navigating this dating world where a large percentage of Iranians know me already. So it almost makes me kind of, for a split second, regret sharing so much on the internet. Because any person can literally just search me up and learn virtually almost anything about me. Like, it's it's kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. Um, anyway, so so then here's where it got nasty. He's like... If you could have one thing in the world right now that would make you happy, what would it be? <laughs> and I'm like, $10,000, bitch! <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't the answer he wanted. So then he says, oh, I was kind of hoping it would be something that I could do right now. <laughs> Blech. I unmatched so fucking fast. You have no idea. But in retrospect, now that I think about it, I just should have replied and be like, you can give me $10,000. But honestly, this leads me to my first fucking rant. Okay. Gentlemen, if a girl is sex positive open with her sexuality and is comfortable talking about sex, that does not mean she is easily ready to fuck you. Being sex positive does not give you a free pass into my pants, you idiot. (laughs) Like, will I ask taboo sexual questions openly on my social media? You bet the fuck I will. Will I talk about having a threesome with two bisexual guys on my podcast and give you guys the crazy details in a later episodes? Hell to the fuck yes. Does that mean I want to suck your dick? Probably not. <laughs> it's just mind-boggling to me how gross some of these Iranian guys can be. Like, 
they have such a such a caveman like way of thinking and it's such 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 a turn off <laughs> so okay i need to calm down hold on i need to drink some water okay um so after that um it gets even crazier i match with this guy who doesn't look persian at all like his name wasn't even an iranian passing name so i'm like okay he's cute whatever swipe right and i say hi because we match automatically and then he goes barde <laughs> and i'm like bitch what but also yeah tell me more <laughs> At first, I thought he was joking, but as I went along, I realized, like, no, this is for real. So, you know, me not being one to pass up the chance to step into a dominant headspace went along with it. I'm like, okay, bitch, you've always wanted to explore the world of a dominatrix. You are a total switch, so you've done this shit before. Let's go, baby. (laughs) I'm like, okay, tell me more. Tell me what you do for me. Um, To which... Actually, trigger warning, because this gets super fucking cringy. So um, stop listening here if you're if you're prone to cringing to death. Um, but to which he replies, Had kari begi anjam midam banu. Had kari mikonam ke ejaze bedi pahato bebusam. Mi parastam shomaro malake sahar. From now on, I am only responding to Malaka Sahar, okay? Like, fuck all of you. Malaka Sahar has arrived, okay? <laughs> ah, I should make that my Instagram ID. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, okay, um, let's keep on going. Let's see how far we can take this. So I say... Yeah, I'm I doubt you'll ever be worth, you know, worthy enough of this. You're a pathetic little bitch. And he's totally getting into it. He's all like, "Yeah, I'm trash, man." And then he asks what I'm into. And I was thinking to myself, "Hmm. What am I into?" So, ask yourselves, ladies, if you were to step into a role of a dominant, what would your vibe be in, in this specific type of role as a dominatrix? Um, it's just it's really cool to put yourself in a different headspace and explore your own kinks. Um, ooh, he also asked me to speak Farsi and I was like, you don't tell me what to do, you unworthy piece of trash. <laughs> I'll speak whatever fucking language I want. And then, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, okay. And then he goes, oh, mano bebach, sagetam. And I'm like, yeah, you are, bitch. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, now you tell me what you're into. And ladies and gentlemen, this is where shit got shitty. (laughs) That's right. You guessed it. He was into toilet play, um, which includes shitting on. Oh, my God. I can't. 
Okay, let's just this was just way over my limits. Okay. It's just like five thousand miles past my line of limitations. So I unmatched so fast. But conclusion of this story. Go into every you know, situation with an open mind and don't overthink it. Like it opened up my mind to the possibility of taking on that more dominant dominatrix-esque role more often because I don't know. I liked it. It's cool. I mean, you, yeah, it's a, I really want to bring a, an actual dominatrix on the show though and ask her all the questions, but you know what it is? I think, I think as women, mainly Iranian women um most of you have this mindset where you have to be the submissive one but really like take your sexuality into your own hands don't just assume that you have to fit into this one cookie cutter role that has been set out for you like the possibilities are endless and there are so many different spectrums of sexuality like trust me when I tell you that everyone has some sort of kink the matter is just giving yourself the confidence to express it and then ultimately finding the right partner to bring it out of you and make you comfortable enough to explore it um yeah (laughs) back to the whole thing of dating apps um they're really weird I don't like them. I'd much rather meet people in person and make a first initial connection but I also feel like I'm slightly intimidating to people who don't know me, maybe, like resting bitch face gang. Um, there's just, I don't know, something about the whole swiping system and the fact that you have to, like, judge someone on a picture, like, doesn't really sit well with me. Um, but, you know, th- this is why I've only matched with guys who have, like, left a comment on one of my written responses or at least... I know that they didn't just swipe right after seeing my first picture. Like they make some sort of comment that, you know, is mildly interesting and they were interested to see what I'm about. So they actually like scrolled down to see my full profile, I guess. Um, When I was in L.A., everyone was asking me what I want and what my vibe is now. And I've always said this, but I kept on saying that I just want to meet someone who is super cool, can have good conversation with and is also into polyamory because I strongly believe that I can't be with just one person. I'm just, I don't know, I'm just like too much of a free spirit to be tied down to one person, you know? Like, humans weren't meant to be monogamous. Um, now, now, let me preface by saying, I'm not saying that everyone needs to subscribe to this ideology. Like, some of you might love monogamy. It might work for you. And like, I love that. That's beautiful. But Um, let me tell you why I I feel the way I do. I believe that, uh, the ideology that two people have to be exclusively together is in a large part socially constructed. Um, again, of course, while monogamy works for a lot of people, I feel like it also opens up doors to cheating and, and infidelity, like both of which wouldn't necessarily affect non-monogamous societies in the same way you know um there's actually a the author of this book uh sex at dawn how we mate why we stray and what it means for modern relationships um he's a he has a phd christopher ryan um in his book he said 
you know, humans did not evolve to be a sexually monogamous species. And that's evidenced by the fact that we we rarely only have like one sexual partner for our entire life. You know, he says that having one partner as a t- at a time isn't really monogamy. It actually fits in the category of like serial polygyny, you know. Um, he also says that if you think about it, humans have sex like hundreds of times for every one baby conceived as opposed to like animals that have a ratio closer to of like 12 to one. So, you know, we have sex when the female isn't even ovulating or, or sometimes with no female involved. So basically we have sex for reasons other than procreation and the human desire to experiment is far too great to limit ourselves to only one sexual partner in our lives. You know, um, Again, monogamy may be socially constructed, and that's how I feel. But again, it's okay. If that's what makes you comfortable, that's great. On the other hand, if you prefer to be non-monogamous or polyamorous, that's also great. Diversity is good, you know, and we should all just be able to love each other and love freely. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> weird rant. Um, back to the update. So, you guys, manifesting is fucking real, Okay. I literally matched with this one guy on Bumble and I had like literally manifested it. I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. So he was Iranian. He was polyamorous. He's into kinks. He's not fob. It's like I ordered him on Uber Eats and he was delivered right into my lap. I swear to God, I don't even... Because you don't find a guy that's like, Iranian especially and and cool in this aspect um yeah so we went on a date and let me tell you as someone who is fully single for the first time in like 10 years and hasn't really gone out on like dates um I was really nervous (laughs) I was kind of freaking the fuck out okay not to like okay I wasn't freaking out but I was like how does one date? Like, I don't know. I really don't know. You know what else I realized? I also realized that I have no idea how to flirt. And please let me know if you guys are like this too. So I've never been a flirty girl. Like, I've always been very straightforward, to the point, because I don't like that gerti loose shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have my own ways of flirting, but it's not your, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that kind of flirty. Um, I don't know. I just, <sighs> I just felt really, like, kind of borderline shy. I don't even know. Is that the right word? Because, like, Sahar Gulshani is not shy. I guess she's shy when she likes someone, like I've said in previous podcasts. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm sure some of you guys can relate to this, but when you're a bad bitch, okay, and then you meet someone that you genuinely like, all of a sudden, the bad bitch dies and just gets replaced by a little fucking, like, <laughs> like the bad bitch dies and you're just a little bitch, like, like okay i see how my other girlfriends flirt and it's never been my style okay they play that you know dainty girly flirtatious role and it's just like not me you know that's why i wonder like do i give off an uninterested vibe 
I just, I feel like I have this really hard ass exterior and it may come off as uninterested, but really it's just the barity, the barrier I have up until I'm comfortable with you or I can trust you to show you my freaky side. You know what I mean? Like lady in the street, but a freak in the bed vibe. So I don't know, like, should I be more open and flirty? I don't know. These are questions that I'm asking myself at this moment in order to like navigate this new journey. Um, like, for example, if a guy says like, oh, you're cute. I'll just be like, I know. <laughs> like, I mean, because I do. I know I'm cute. Like, that's such an easy thing for you to say. What would really get me off if you were like, oh, I really like your mindset or I really enjoy the way you think about insert topic you know what I mean like compliment my mind because I know I'm cute anyone can tell me I'm cute compliment me in a on a deeper level you know I don't know am I just do I have too high standards am I being a bitch who knows that's just how I am um also I'm incapable of taking compliments like I actually freeze up and I'm like I don't really know what the fuck I'm supposed to say (laughs) like I don't know. Anyways, it went really well. He was really enjoyable. We talked for a long time. He's tall. He's he's cute. Um, but I just really liked his mind. Like his yeah, he was he was the conversation was A plus. Um, he was just really smart and witty and and it's just, you know what, on top of all that, it's really refreshing to meet a Persian guy who's into the whole like same stuff that you are, you know, the whole like polyamory and the whole kink kind of shit. Like you don't find that. So yeah, I really liked him, which doesn't happen quite often. So honestly, going home, I was super like, yay. (laughs) You know, it, it felt really good to be back in the game and for your like first official date in Toronto as a single girl to be like this good. Um, everyone these days keeps, keep on, keeps on, I can't speak, um, keeps on asking me, um, I've got this question a lot over the past week, like, tell me about your worst date. And I'm like, I thought about it. I was like, I've never had a worst date because I don't go out with people that I know I'm not going to enjoy my time with. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was, I liked him. (laughs) I feel like we need a nickname for these guys. So we're going to call him Polly since it just makes sense. Um, oh, before I go on, uh, never make plans with the universe. Uh, after my last relationship, I vowed to myself that I would never date anyone younger than me. And guess what? (laughs) The universe came up to me and shoved its middle finger right up my asshole because (laughs) the second guy that was um actually interesting and i and i matched with is 27 yeah (laughs) sahai gulshani is a motherfucking cougar (laughs) oh polly was also 29 so yeah i guess this is just the vibe of my life right now um i know i've always said that i wanted zaddy but like (laughs) so far any guy i see on bumble that is like 31 or older has just been I just I don't want to be ageist because I'm 31 but the guys on Bumble who are over 31 are just uh. anyways 
Um, so we'll call this second guy Blondie because he has dyed blonde hair, which oddly enough suits him even more than his natural black hair color. You think it wouldn't, but it, it somehow oddly works. Um, so I went on a date with him the next night. Um, just because, you know, we had a video chat and after actually talking to him for an hour, I deemed that, you know, maybe the age factor might not be that much of a thing because he was actually kind of smart and like driven for someone of his age. Um, now was it as good as date number one, like mentally connection wise? Maybe not. Um, there was definitely less of a mental connection and, and mental stimulation, but I already expected that. So I honestly, had, I still had a good time. He's super cute. And like, I don't know, young dick is cute, I guess. They have that energy that older guys don't. So <laughs> I guess he's a cute little side option to have for my insatiable drive. Um, <laughs> um He did kiss me at the end, though, which was cute. But it wasn't like, it wasn't anything insane. Very gentle, very cute, very googly, but was actually also implying for me to um, go upstairs. But I, I was, that's not my vibe. He hadn't adequately fucked my mind stimulated my mind for me to want to stimulate his dick so <laughs> ah, life is good you guys i love being single this is great um week number two has hasn't disappointed uh and i think i'm gonna cap it off there good episode good update i love you guys Please share the podcast on your stories and tag me so that I can hopefully get some get some moolah coming in. Um, and until the next episode, I'll uh, I'll just be hoeing it up over here. <laughs> uh, all right, talk to you later, motherfuckers. <laughs>